0: On this week's episode of the Marketing Expedition Podcast, you get to hear our second Thursday webinar. And this week's webinar was all about up your social media game and fame. So if you want to see the full webinar in action, go to themarketingexpedition.com, become a member and you can watch the whole full webinar with the presentation and everything. Otherwise you just get the audio today, but I wanted to share this knowledge and information with you and hopefully you will glean some good value and to help you with your social media. And of course, if there's ever a topic you want me to cover that I haven't already or that we want to explore more into, let me know, reach out to me and, and let me know what it is that you'd like to hear more about. I love interviewing other experts in our industry, and I want to interview people who even know more than me about different things, right? <laughs> and, and so I like to understand what it is our audience wants to hear more about. So go to Peppershock.com, and you can fill out the contact form. Let us know what you want to hear more about, or go to the themarketingexpedition.com. And become a member and join us and become a member on the inside of the community. And there's forums in there, there's all kinds of things that you can do inside the community. So get a hold of us and let us know. And hopefully, you enjoy up your social media game and fame.
1: Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast, an auditory journey through the latest in marketing, branding, and advertising. Now, here's your Marketing Expedition Guide, Ray Allen.
0: Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Allen. I'm the president and CEO of Peppershock Media and the founder of the Marketing Expedition Community. Up your social media game and fame. And the the idea here is that uh, we all know that social media is, is absolutely here to stay, but what is happening every single day is something new to play something new to generate something new to create right and so that is what we are going to talk about all of the different trends and things that come up that you need to continue to know about and how do i get to be able to be in this position to tell you about these things well i've been the owner of pepper shock media now for Oh my gosh, we're going on 19 years. Drew and I co founded it. My husband and business partner co founded it in 2003, and we were around before social media was even a thing. <laughs> we were part of it in helping the trends and things that were going on to then become uh, what it is today, right? I was an early adopter into the space, and then I was able to help financial institutions, insurance companies all of the ones that were afraid to go online because they thought that it could be some sort of liability right so i helped write social media policies and put those all together and then now we've just been able to stay on top of it throughout our entire career as pepper shock media and helping clients throughout the way and learning every single day the different tactics and tips and tricks of things that it takes to do so That is what we're going to do. We're going to talk about your social media game and fame. We're going to review tools and technologies to help you keep consistent and efficient in your posting, your scheduling, and engaging with your key audience and influencers. There's different tools out there that we use that I'm going to share with you. Uh, And of course, there's multiple different types of tools. Um, We're just going to share what I know best and what we have found to work best. And trust me, we've tried a lot of the different tools out there. So it's been an ongoing learning for everyone involved. Uh, And of course, our clients come to us with different tools that they use as well. So lots of good information for you to to follow here. And then, of course, give you some content ideas and insights and inspiration to help you grow your followers and not just any followers, the ones that you really want to see in your space and engage with you. Right. And then we'll complete a social media audit of your current platform and leverage what you may already have and set up you up for success on what you might be missing. But let's just take a step back and take an overview of why it's important to use social media and continue to use social media. We know that engagement rates have gone down in certain platforms. Other engagement rates have gone way up in other platforms. So let's just take a look at what's happening here Uh, at the beginning of this year um, where we were at. We have 4.62 billion social media users versus total population, right? Uh, so pretty much everyone's on it, right, that has the access to it. You know, we, we have lots of changes, social media users um, that are 13 and over, lots of people coming on board. And then year-over-year year change 10 or that's 424 million in users on social. And then the average time spent on social media, this is important. This is to realize and recognize how much time people are spending on their socials. It's over, it's almost two and a half hours a day that people are on social media. So just keep that in mind and how much we're using. And then also the average number of social platforms each month, people are using more and more. There are 7.5 different platforms that people are using. Uh, And we'll talk about those different platforms, whether it's LinkedIn, TikTok, WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook. There's so many out there. Snapchat, you know, you've you've got these different ones that people are using. And then we know that, um, yeah, so 58.4% of the total population is using social. So, so many people are out there doing it, and they're over the age of 13. 74% of those are over the age of 13. And then, of course, you know, total internet users, there's 93.4% you know, social media users versus total inter- internet. And then to think about, okay, female and male, right? We've got 41.6% that are female social media users. And this is kind of surprising to me, especially for Pinterest users, but 53.9% of social media users are male, or at least identify as male, right? Uh, Or vice versa. Let's talk a little bit more, some of the new things that are coming out and on, on, On the docket here, Uh, the metaverse, right? There's definitely um, ongoing things to think about in the metaverse. Uh, So what is the metaverse? If you haven't already figured that out yet, Um, it is Facebook. Uh, It's its new name, the meta. And you can do events and uh, do virtual shopping and all kinds of things within the metaverse, utilizing augmented reality or goggles or, you know, Oculus or or anything. I will tell you, word to the wise, if you do use the the Oculus goggles, be careful of your surroundings. Don't hit uh, the TV near you because it will destroy the TV. (laughs) My son had to find out the hard way. (laughs) But anyway, um, so yeah, the metaverse. Basically, Facebook officially changed its name to Meta um, while creating a name for the parent company, which is kind of logical. Remember, Google became the alphabet. Uh, And, you know, the choice is what matters. Facebook is getting big on the metaverse, which is a term for virtual and augmented experiences. And this is a really big bet on the future of the web. And it's already happening. The metaverse is really... uh, using social connections and gaming and um, shopping and entertainment and exercise and working better together in virtual workforce environments, right? Um, And even then, smart glasses you can use in the metaverse. It's crazy. All kinds of things going on in the metaverse. So that's something, if you haven't been familiar with it, it's a new trend, a new technology, something that you want to maybe familiarize yourself with. So if there's an opportunity in your business or for your brand to participate in the metaverse, uh, then that's going to be something that you can take a look at and and understand and realize. So Facebook is the popular app, most popular app, the social media platform in the world. So far, still, it is. Uh, Facebook is the most used. And then one in seven people in Facebook use Facebook every single day. Uh, And, of course, this is much higher in the United States, if that's where you're calling from or listening from. There are over 80 million business Facebook pages, 80 million business Facebook pages. Now, we don't always look at all of them, but the important factor is that people go to Facebook to find out your hours. They find out. If you're open for business, or they find out where they can order online, if you're a a click and mortar, or if you're a brick and mortar turned click and mortar, maybe you're a little bit of both, Uh, but Facebook is a place where people go to look and scope out the business. And if you're active on the social spaces, then uh, that's gonna vote well for you and and make it to where people wanna buy from you. So we'll talk more about that. And of course, 26% of Facebook users who click on an ad end up purchasing. So we know that it works. We know that at least 26% of the people who click on those ads are going to buy something. Now, sometimes the purpose of an ad is more about branding and awareness or to promote a cause or to change an idea or to capture attention. And then later on down the road, when they want to have that opportunity to buy something, they might remember that ad. They might remember, oh, I've heard of this before. They may not remember where or how they heard of something before, but those ads can help expose your brand and build that brand awareness. Top of mind awareness is always important, especially when somebody is ready to purchase or buy or convert or lead or do whatever the case might be, right? so. That and then, of course, Facebook users uh, display the widest ranges of demographics, right? I mean, we've got people like my grandma who's 83 on Facebook, she's my number one biggest fan, by the way. She likes everything that I do and comments on it and has figured out how to do the little emoticons that are there. So, uh, props to my grandma, Um, but yeah, I mean, all the way down to those 13 year olds, and even you know, younger if people. Um, put in the wrong date, <laughs> which I don't encourage, <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, lots of different demographics on Facebook. Um, still using Facebook. and, And it's, you know, sometimes the younger generation will still be on it because their parents are on it, or their grandparents are on it. Or maybe they want to ask you for some sponsorship dollars for whatever athlete or athletics that they're doing or scouts or whatever thing that they're they're on. My kids have figured that out that if they post a message on Facebook, then our family will contribute to whatever it is that they're fundraising for for the school for whatever they're selling popcorn for scouts. And and then my kids are not alone right they they other kids have picked up on that so um just thinking about how you can use Facebook to your advantage uh, especially if you do have a younger generation Uh, but we've got the widest range of demographics which makes it really nice when we want to test out our advertising messaging and what's working and what's not right do some A-B testing And, of course, the Facebook Business Suite um, has been rolled out, and many of you have likely discovered it if you are managing your Instagram and Facebook. Um, But it's basically been rebranded as the Page Manager app for Facebook Business Suite. Um, so now it's the Facebook business suite, which was formerly the page manager app, I should say, uh, but it allows businesses to manage their accounts across Facebook and Instagram. And then this cross app backend integration allows admins to post across those networks and track, uh, the messages and notifications and analytics all in one place. And since Facebook bought out Instagram, it's all interconnected now. So there is that. And another thing that we are seeing is that Facebook groups are, if you're, you know, doing anything on Facebook... Uh, Chances are there are Facebook groups that are getting priority in the news feeds and users are joining and engaging in them in record numbers. And I have several friends who have done really, really, really well uh, with Facebook groups and having private groups and VIP groups and special event groups and just all these things that you can use with Facebook. Um, And, you know, you can also now do paid promotions with inside of somebody else's group. It's a paid partnership that you can use. You can team up with other groups groups. And the cool thing is that you can allow only specific people that you want to join your group. They have to answer questions or you can set it up that way. They have to say that they're going to abide by the rules. Um, And a lot of things that are happening with Facebook groups and extending it to the partners. uh, So you can make money in a Facebook group by advertising and allowing advertising in your group to the specific audience that you have collected and built up over time. Now we have a Facebook group. It's the marketing expedition members group. It's, you can join free, but you do have to answer questions. And it is a private group and I can allow members to join that. I feel like, um, you know, if they answer the questions and they are relevant to who we want to join the group, right? Uh, it's great for, for that type of, um, really getting kind of a nano casting instead of broadcasting, right? It's narrow casting and being able to talk to the specific audience that you allow in your group. So you can create any type of group you want. There's all kinds of different bicycle groups and travel groups and women business owner groups and in just general small business owners and entrepreneur groups or marketing related groups and um, even groups that are specifically there to help you promote your business. Sometimes people in groups don't want you to blatantly just advertise your business, right? So lots of different things to do and think about when you are using a Facebook group. Instagram let's talk a little bit more about Instagram it's a place where people go to find things that they're passionate about and they see what inspires them and ha- Instagram has over 1 billion users uh, second most social media use platform behind Facebook of course but there is so many things that are happening on Instagram. And I do remind people that when you post to Instagram, it's a different display than it is on Facebook, right? The the size is going to show up differently than what you have on other platforms. Pinterest is size of different. So think about how you would engage on Instagram and in the audience and how you would speak to the audience on Instagram versus what you would do on Facebook. And so thinking about maybe a little bit younger generation is on Instagram. Not always. We, we are seeing lots of more people join Instagram from different generations, but um, the type of people who use Instagram, if you've never been on Instagram, my recommendation is to get an account and just look at other people's posts and feeds. Do a, do a competitive analysis. What are your competitors doing that you could maybe glean from or learn from and do better? <laughs> um, are they posting stories? Are they Um, you know, posting different content? Are they featuring their employees? Are they featuring their clients? What is it that they're doing that you could get some inspiration from and, and do better <laughs> and of course you could you know pull from a collective group of different competitors that you may have or maybe you follow other people that are inspiring you because their their feeds are really awesome and they look great and they're getting a lot of follows and a lot of engagement and you know um, direct messages or invites to ask somebody to direct message you if you want something or you want them to do something right but you know what there's over more than 200 million Instagram. Uh, visits and they uh, visit business pages too. they at least visit one business profile daily. So think about how you can capitalize on that and how you can use that to your advantage for your brand. And of course, brand stories have an 86% completion rate. What that means is when you post your brand in the story, people will watch it and then they'll, it'll just automatically go on to the next story, right? Um, and, of course, Instagram Reels is kind of like a uh, comeback to what TikTok created. Um, and the Reels are where you can have longer videos and they'll post longer. And people are watching Reels and creating new Instagram Reels all the time. So videos, basically, that are longer than just the story videos that happen. Uh, so think about how you can con- content, right? video content that is there out there all the time. And of course, my company creates videos, and we've been doing a lot of videos for social media and for the web and for websites and just a lot of things out there that we have been um, actively pursuing and doing, and it's working. (laughs) But what are the things that are going to help you? Um, The content, the type of content that you want to post and up your social media game and fame? visuals are key creating high quality uh, content that people want to share and engage with is one of the most important parts of the instagram for business right so here are some tips on how you can create high quality content and decide on your brand aesthetic and making sure that you keep a consistent color scheme uh, consistent fonts and investing in getting the quality photos that you want to post right Quality versus quantity is important here. Uh, Sometimes that is what's going to make your feed stand out from the competition. Thinking about how you can consistently post, but with the the color schemes and all the things that you can use that are within your brand palette, right? And that's one thing that we do with ours. (laughs) The other thing is thinking about when you are going to post. Brands on Instagram have a 4.21% engagement rate and that's 10 times higher than Facebook and 84 times higher than Twitter. But we want to make sure that when we're posting, we're going to get the right time frame in to post. So best time to post on Instagram. Uh, and it does depend on your you know, type of industry and those types of things. So this is generalization. But Wednesday at 11 a.m. and Friday at 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., best times to post. So right before lunchtime, people are getting antsy and ready to go to lunch. And so maybe they'll check their socials before they go take their lunch break. And maybe they're just, you know, it's right before they're getting hungry. (laughs) And by the way, if you are in a restaurant business, posting right before lunchtime is always a great idea because it's going to spark that hunger spark that oh I gotta go check this out right if you want to post your deals and promotions and um, if you do any posting that's in within a geographic region um, when you do your advertising you can select where you want your ads to go and how you want them to display and where you want them to go and who you want them to go to. Um, apparently for Instagram, this is, uh, again, to on the industry, but the worst day to post is Sunday. It really is, receives the least amount of engagement on Insta. And then the lowest engagement occurs during late at night and early mornings from 11 PM to 3 AM. People are on their, their Instas during the day. Um, and then when it's time for bed, they put it away. So not always, but, uh, in generality, that's, that's what we're looking at. thinking about when you're going to post that content that you're going to create and how it's going to get out there. So, and then of course the 24 hour stories that disappear, right? Um, let's talk about this because these are what gets seen. We saw that there's an 84% rate of completion. So, uh, things that you can do to make these stories happen and they're in Facebook, they're in Snapchat, especially and Instagram, all having these stories and Other um, platforms have tried it out and tested it out, but with these stories, these 24-hour stories, they're fleeting, right? They're things that you can do to engage your audience. So with the first example on here, we have uh, a slider. So to give an example for a coffee shop... One of our favorite working spots is a coffee shop. Who else agrees? So if you're working remotely and you want to go to a coffee shop, you can take that little slider coffee button there and slide it and then it will say that you agree. Um, And then you can type in things where people have answers and then that'll automatically post. And so you can say, what's your recent, your favorite recent target find? Um, So, you know, there's people doing different types of Coupons, or, you know, their side hustles and they've got affiliate links going on, you can drive traffic or you can talk about different things that are going to drive that engagement. So if if there are things that people can do in your stories, um, it helps with that engagement even more. You can do some countdowns and you can put out a promo code so you can track it. Uh, By the way, if you have different promo codes for the different social media platforms, you can start to see a trend as to which promo codes are getting used more Uh, for each of those platforms. So it's a way to track it. And I always say, measure what we treasure (laughs) and of course automate what we hate (laughs) and dump what we don't. Automate, no, measure what we treasure, dump what we don't automate what we hate. That is the key here. And thinking about how you can measure your efforts uh, and getting that return on your marketing investment And what those key performance indicators are, or like I like to say, kept promise indicators, right? What are the things that you're trying to accomplish and how are you trying to accomplish them? And what's working, what's not? All of those things are very important to keep an eye on. And then, of course, this last example, um, you can tap on either need or swap, or you can give two different examples, yes or no. You know, agree, disagree, true or false. You can use different things, and you can actually put in your own words in there and do that. So, other things to consider. Now, you can use these 24 hour stories on Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. And we know that 58% of the people are more interested in a product or service after seeing it in a story. So, there's your reason. As to why you'd want to do it, people can then be exposed to it. And it's sort of like almost a forced watch because it just automatically populates right after somebody else's story is over. Um, I mean, of course, people can do something to slide past it, but chances are they're just going to keep watching it until they get to the next story. If they're being lazy and don't want to swipe (laughs) Um, and or just want to genuinely be curious about what it is that you're promoting. And of course, 50% of people who have visited a website to make a purchase after seeing a product or service in a story. So they will visit after they see it, which is awesome. And with Facebook stories still on the rise, um, brings opportunities to increase engagement and followers that way as well. So keeping that going. Now, upping your social media game on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is more the professional driven channel for business to business marketers, or if you're a recruiter or you're a rookie, a wanting to get a job, if you're looking to get hired, um, you can go to LinkedIn and you can engage in LinkedIn. And it's also a good tool for new business prospecting. You can title target, you can search for people by based on their titles. Uh, and you can, you know, use the analytics to your advantage. Of course you can Upgrade to different, various premiums and sales navigators, and uh, different things that you can use in LinkedIn. Uh, but even if you just have the the free version, right? Um, looking at what people are doing on LinkedIn, each week there are nine billion content impressions, fifteen times more likely um, more job postings on LinkedIn uh, than anywhere other, anywhere else. But only three million users post content weekly, but they've got nine million content impression. So that means people are looking, they may not necessarily be posting content, but they are definitely looking at it. Right. Um, but it definitely can drive more traffic to business to business blogs and sites. And of course, 90% of the social traffic was driven by the big three networks, which with half of it coming from LinkedIn on business to business sites. Right. So thinking about um, organic social media platforms and B2B content marketers, they've used LinkedIn uh, more than any other platform in the last 12 months. And of course, with 96% of those uh, content marketers wanting to do that, um, think about how much content and what kinds of things that they're posting that is business related content. And so posting business related content on LinkedIn is going to be uh, a lot better to do there than maybe in other platforms. Other platforms might want to see a little more fun, a little more employee engagement. I mean, you can do that on LinkedIn too, but what people come to LinkedIn for is truly the business content that they're after, okay? And on LinkedIn, you can create a company page. You already have a personal page and if you don't you have to first create a personal page then you can create your company page and you can invite your employees to be collaborators on the page right Um, and connect with the page too to make sure that you can do that and so um, the thing about this though is that to create um, a, a company page that has your branding it's got you know your messaging Um, things about what it is that you do and creating those compelling summaries in LinkedIn that gives your profile viewers um, information that they need and encourages them to follow and interact. And completed business page get 30% more views than incomplete pages. So you really want to make sure that you complete your page. The about, um, if you're hiring, you can post jobs there, your people, you want to have, you know, those types of things all in there in the description and continuing to Um, post it and keep it out there, right? And then the nice thing about it is you can also add links and channels to blogs and newsletters and emails and other social media on your LinkedIn page. So keep that in mind. And then when it comes to targeted LinkedIn advertising, you can use your business page and you can target specific people. This is really Excellent if you are trying to recruit new employees or if you are trying to gain new potential leads for the customers that you're going after. LinkedIn advertising is a great way to get very specific on who it is that you want to target um, and who it is that you're wanting, what companies you're wanting to go after, or what types of titles they have or interests they have. So, um, you know, being able to broaden your network through LinkedIn business pages, and then you can do LinkedIn Live and LinkedIn events, but make sure to promote the event, right? And not just on LinkedIn, you can help spread the word across all the audiences in all of your touch points. Um, But having those LinkedIn uh, events now are another way to get the message out there. Uh, It's fairly new I've seen it around for the last maybe year or so. Some people just had it as beta and now they're launching it out. Um, There were little quirky things at the beginning, but I think that they're starting to get those LinkedIn event bugs worked out and now it's just another way to be able to promote an event that you have, uh, that you can do. So just using that as another tool to continue to make that happen. Now, video marketing, of course, is, uh, we touched it based on this just a little bit, but how often you post videos can be a very impactful thing for your business. And, And I've seen where people are posting more and more and getting more and more engagement because they want more of those videos. So it also matters about what type of content you're posting. And if it's, you know, how-to videos, or if it's uh, videos about your um, employees or your your staff, or, you know, what is it that you can do to highlight your customers, highlight the people that you're working with. Um, people love faces and places. So uh, pets, of course, and babies, but how can you use these videos that you may have seen others like looking at what others what maybe your competition is doing um you know if it's posting to your stories your reels your TikTok tock videos um you know what kind of content are people wanting pinterest pinterest allows video as well um it's a different aspect ratio so keep that in mind uh, and then your instagram you can have short videos in your stories or longer in the reels uh facebook videos Facebook live videos, Instagram live videos, LinkedIn live. What kind of video content are you using and what type of content can you use to continuously drive that traffic? Cloud Campaign helps agencies scale. Like us, we're an agency and we use this for our clients just the same as you could if you're an agency as well. You can onboard more social media clients and charge a higher retainer with leaner teams. It's a powerful all-in-one platform for planning, scheduling, community management, and reporting, all for your agency clients to access. And they have one dashboard to see all of their social media. They can approve all of the posts that you've created, just like we do for our clients at Pepper Shock Media. This is a tool for agencies to use for your clients. And if you're a potential client and you want your social media managed, then get a hold of us because we can help you do that too. Go to peppershock.com/offers to find out more. And of course, YouTube. YouTube, don't forget about YouTube, but it's the second largest search engine in the world. And so next to Google, then it's YouTube. And then did you know Pinterest is the third largest? <laughs> uh, I bet you didn't know that one. If you did, kudos to you. Good job. Video marketing truly is uh, the place to be in marketing now. Um, really, it's there's data to back up. Uh, especially YouTube. Uh, it's a search engine giant that you know Google has announced that YouTube reaches uh, more 18 to 34 and 18 to 49 year olds than any other cable network in the United States. And Facebook reports that videos can post, uh, posted videos receive six times more engagement uh, than photos or link posts on average, while Twitter has an increase in video, video views by 160%. What all of that means, what all these numbers mean, is that video is so important to your social media strategy. And your video marketing strategy and how you post those videos and you do the video marketing, all the metadata and tags and, and subtitles and all the things that you're using, transcriptions that you're using um, to be diverse and inclusive. We want to use subtitles and that way people who cannot hear um, or read can be a part of the, the experience, right? So if this means that you aren't incorporating video into your strategy, you're really missing out on a huge opportunity to connect with your audience and build trust with them. And video, putting a human voice behind the brand and having those relationships coming out to to see videos. It's 24-7, right? You have this capability to have video on your website 24-7, on your socials 24-7. I mean, we have to sleep during the day as uh, humans, right? But if people are online and they're watching your videos, then you are doing yourself a very good Service to make sure that you're in front of those people, helping you build credibility and loyalty with your constituents, your customers, your clients, all the people that you want to influence and have buy from you or uh, do something. So, having call to actions, having messaging, not too salesy. People get turned off by that. They don't want, you know, used car sales, drive it in your face kind of thing. They want um, useful, valuable information. That will help them in their buying decisions and help them want to know what it would be like to work with you what would it be like to work with you why would they want to work with you showing your facility if you have a brick and mortar place uh, showing who you are as a person and as a company and the culture that you have right talking about the different things you do with your staff or with your community or with your clients having that culture, even if you're a solopreneur, you still have clients and people to talk to, right? Uh, and so showcasing what it is that you're doing, doing shout outs and news you can use. And, um, you know, I, I love to do that every month. I do my shout outs, I say thank you to people, I tag them, I give them love online, and I do social live, live Facebook events and live Instagram so that they can have their voice be mentioned or have their name be mentioned online. So yeah, I always do news you can use, shout outs, events not to miss, those types of things that I do. And it's it's good because then um, not only am I talking about the events that we're doing, but I'm giving shout outs to our clients, our community, other events I wanna help promote and push out and, and mention. And the residual side effect is people love when they get mentioned and they get their name out there. Uh, and I get feedback, all kinds of good feedback all the time. Hey, thanks for mentioning me, you know, so it's like a, a shout out to the shout out, right? Uh, so thinking about how you can use these videos and, and YouTube live videos too, uh, live streaming, there's lots of different platforms you can use to do multiple streaming events at the same time and um, we have been toying around with and playing with the the different tools to see which one we want to land on that's best so uh, you'll have to get back to me so that we can share with you what we learn about which tool we want to use and of course if you are on zoom you can also stream it live to all all the various platforms and you can be a content creator and make these all happen so uh, live videos very important YouTube very important Um, and did you know that when you have a video on YouTube and you Google search something and it has relevancy, that YouTube video will show up with an icon in your Google search and people are more likely to click on it because there's an image next to that search result because visuals again are super helpful, right? So think about that and how you could use that to your advantage. Maybe you have the same video and you wanna put different uh, tags, different headlines, different subjects, different subtitles, um, in your metadata. And then you can see which video gets more traction, which one gets more views, more plays, more engagement, and then do more of what's working and dump what's not right. (laughs) So awesome to be able to, to test it all out. And of course, Facebook users tend to watch live videos three times longer than pre-recorded videos. So when you're live and in the moment, people will continue to watch with you, especially if you call them out and say, hey, thanks for joining me and doing all of those types of things, right? Um, and, and I don't know, I think, uh, well, I do know, I know Facebook really wants to promote those live videos because uh, it's, it's something that they did to promote and, and create, and the demand for live video isn't going away. So whenever you go live, it tells people that you're live. And so Facebook even helps you. It gives you a hand up to say, hey, so-and-so is going live, and on Instagram too, so-and-so is live. Um, and so you can get people to follow you and when and be notified when you go live, Right. So it is definitely something that you can continue to do And if you're at an event and you stream the live event and you are, you know, making that event thereby hybrid by being able to stream it so other people who couldn't attend can join you. Lots of that happening with live streaming video um, and lots of different platforms out now, not just Zoom, not just team meetings. Um or whatever it's called, (laughs) the Microsoft one. I'm an Apple user, so I don't remember what it's called, but lots of different tools that you can use. There's, of course, then in the metaverse where you can do that as well, which is cool, really cool. Um, I've seen some amazing things happening uh, with live events in the metaverse. So another way to um, think about how you can engage and sponsor uh, events that are going on in the metaverse so your brand is out there. And then of course the live video content generates six times more interactions. People can, you know, heart it, love it, hate it, well not really hate it, but they can be sad or wow or angry, I should say, not hate but anger. <laughs> they can do all of those things while you're while you're on live. Let's talk about more short short video platforms such as TikTok. <laughs> And, you know, that's exactly what it is. TikTok is definitely the short form video that uh, marketers have been learning and getting the hang of TikTok to release its true marketing potential. And TikTok has seen so many users, uh, but this allows for a wide variety of audiences And, of course, TikTok has many opportunities for marketers, uh, including TikTok for business, where um, they can add business information to their profile and access insights and analytics to their posts. And then, of course, TikTok has a high success rate for business because the algorithm can show consumers the things that they like and the content that they actually want to see. So it's, it's really uh, kind of interesting how they've been able to do this for us. So um, when you think about it, a lot of what we're seeing with TikTok content is not necessarily blatant ads, right? Um, my son was showing me this really cool car video, and he loves cars. And we're watching this cool car video that's doing some really cool moves and some cool things, beautiful scenics, all this stuff. And we didn't even realize it was an ad until the very end. (laughs) So, I mean, that's the type of content people want to see. They don't want to be hit over the head with with strong ad copy, right? They want valuable content that isn't going to interest them and be relevant to them and engage them. So just think about how you can use TikTok to your advantage. And then having influencers also talk to you about TikTok too, um, or using TikTok, influencers to promote your brand or, you know, (laughs) do a shout out or an opening, a box opening or, you know, uh, what's it called? An unboxing, I should say. Um, So think about if you've not used TikTok, get on it. Now, be careful, set a timer because you can just get sucked into the TikTok vortex of being on there for a long period of time if you're not careful, uh, because it's just interesting, fascinating, different things that people are doing, lots of different voiceovers and songs that people are saying and things that people are doing and songs that they're making. It's just, and dances that they do, of course. Um, It's just amazing that you can use this as a platform to learn from, to get engaged with. And, you know, in business, if you can give tips and tricks and how-to's, that is the idea with TikTok. I need to do more of it. I'll be honest. I'm not on it as much as I wish I could make time for. But it is definitely something that people are using. So that's another opportunity for you to continue to expand and um, maybe get in front of one of those uh, one (laughs) point billion global users that are on TikTok now. Let's see, Instagram Reels is pretty much TikTok's rival, and of course the advantage to those who already have Instagram business accounts, uh, you can use Instagram Reels um, under that premise. So Instagram Reels offers um, longer videos now, and even though um, there's, there's still some differences between TikTok Reels, Instagram reels and TikTok um, Instagram reels in, in, exist inside of the Instagram ecosystem, which can offer an advantage to businesses who already have uh, a loyal Instagram audience. And then of course reels are also highly featured in the explore tab, which can lead new followers to the business's profile uh, where they can then view the business, other posts uh, and other reels. Um, and then of course um, with Instagram stories, Uh, It's different than the reels because the reels don't disappear after 24 hours. They stay on your profile and can be accessed whenever. And then, of course, analytics are easy to access when you sign up for an Instagram business account. So um, those are some things to think about when you are using Instagram reels versus stories versus TikTok (laughs) or all the things. But you definitely want to cater your content to the different type of social media platform that you're using. Now let's talk about Pinterest, the third uh, most popular social media site, um, and largest search engine, third largest search engine in the world. Pinterest is used over by over four hundred and forty-four million people. And it is definitely another place that you can get sucked into if you're not careful. So set a timer. (laughs) Uh, But you can listen. And I would highly recommend, I did a podcast interview with a lady named Kate All and and her company is Simple Pin Media. And I highly recommend you listen to what she has to say about Pinterest. Um, I cannot do justice to what she has to say about Pinterest and all the wonderful things that Pinterest has to offer. But um, I will say that you can use Pinterest as a um, kind of like a blog or a lead generation uh, you can do sales and conversions with Pinterest you can reach your targets very specific target audience um, that means your content will reach the specific people that you want um, and of course it's really great search capabilities in Pinterest um, that you can pin the you know pin to your boards like your cork board right you pin up your Um, photos and images and videos to your, to your cork boards or your mood boards, if you, if you will. Um, And you can help people find your business by using keywords in your board titles and making sure that you can select a category for each board will help those people be able to find you and your boards. And then Pinterest may even recommend your board as well, based on what it is that you use in your categories and how you use those keywords in your boards and the things that you're posting and doing. So uh, again, go to peppershock.com slash podcasts, and you can subscribe to the Marketing Expedition podcast and search for the Simple Pin Media podcast and learn more about Pinterest from Kate, and she has a lot of good nuggets there too. You can also go to themarketingexpedition.com slash podcast as well, um, as we go on this marketing journey together. It's the, you have to have the word the, marketingexpedition.com. And you may already even be on there and listening to this uh, replay on there. Okay, a little bit more about Pinterest. Most of Pinterest searches, searches are unbranded. So this gives marketers a great opportunity to promote both organic and sponsored content through specific keywords. So Pinterest tends to have a little bit older audience than say Instagram, but that's okay because most people who are on Pinterest are planning on making big decisions, big buying decisions, right? And they're open to buying new products. So you might be tricked into thinking that their audience resembles the tireless feed scrollers of Facebook, uh, but you'd be wrong. Pinners are ready to shop and sometimes people go to Pinterest to get inspiration and ideas of what they want to purchase, especially if it's like a home remodel or home makeover or a garage makeover. Uh, that's my husband. <laughs> we wanted to do our redo our garage, and so what did he do? He created a Pinterest board specifically dedicated to organizing our garage. So, um, just think about that. The people that are using Pinterest maybe have a little bit more discretionary income. I mean, again, I'm generalizing, and this is a broad strokes here, um, but they may have the means to be able to purchase. And so Pinterest is not a bad place to be if you have some big ticket items that you wanna sell and, and showcase how your products or services can be used, right? Um so thinking about that too and like how you can use this to your advantage with website links too that's the other thing about Pinterest is it drives traffic to a website whereas on Instagram unless you're paying for an ad or unless you have over 10,000 followers you can't put a, a link in the post, which drives me crazy, but it's the way it is. Um, and so you, then you have to have a link in the bio, and then you have a link tree, and, and all that kind of good stuff. So, but honestly, it's so that people stay in Pinterest and don't and don't go away from it. They don't want to drive traffic away from Pinterest, and I mean away from Instagram. And so that's why they do it. They um, don't allow links because they want you to stay within their platform and stay within it longer. So if you have links, it's going to drive people away from the platform. And same thing with Facebook too. I mean, if you um, if you post uh, an event, a Facebook event, and you drive traffic to that Facebook event, then that event post is going to get more traction than if you actually drive website traffic to your own site. Because uh, all of these platforms, want you to stay within their own platform. And so Facebook is notorious for wanting to keep you there. So if you have outside links, sometimes it's not as good uh, to then have links directly to other Facebook platforms. So keep that in mind um, when you are posting links to these different platforms. Now, um, and that's when link, LinkedIn, you can post blog posts directly inside of LinkedIn because they want you to stay within LinkedIn. They want your users to stay there. And not be driven away. So it's kind of a double edged sword there. So keep that in mind, too. Pinterest tends to have that older audience, but it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) But it's really Pinterest has really developed this discovery and shopping engine um, that really can put your brand in front of people looking for those ideas that you have to offer. Uh, I told you I was gonna give you some resources, some things that you can use, and I'll give you um, some ideas of what we do now. Content management systems are great for helping you build out the content calendar and schedule. And of course, some content management scheduling resources you can use are Buffer, Hootsuite, HubSpot, and Cloud Campaign. Now, we are a Cloud Campaign broker, full disclosure. We call it Pepper Post. And Cloud Campaign is only available for agencies to then resell to their clients, right? We ingrain this as a part of our service and what we do when we manage social media for our clients because we can create this content calendar, we can schedule all the posts, we can um, send the posts before they go out for approval and review, and you can comment in the, the tool to be able to give feedback and comment what you like, don't like, what needs changed, what doesn't need changed, you can check the links, you can cho- do all the things. So I'm going to say we have used Hootsuite before. Um, it's great for just starting up, uh, but if you are ready to graduate and have some uh, agency help you with your social media management, with your content generation, with scheduling, getting it out there, monitoring. The the other thing about Cloud Campaign lo- that I love is all the messages, all the comments, all the likes, everything is all under one dashboard. And it's amazing for all of the different social media platforms that you connect to. Now, the only thing that it does not do, but they're, I think, working on is posting to the 24-hour stories, the ephemeral ephemeral stories, right? Um, Because those are fleeting and in the moment, and they want you to do it then and there, which I understand. But... The idea with Cloud Campaign is that we can track all the analytics. We can assign who is going to be posting when and what. And it even has some artificial intelligence driven. Remember how earlier we talked about the best time to post and how uh, industries might be a little bit different? Well, Cloud Campaign, and in our case, we call it Pepper, Pepper Post for Pepper Shock, um, will start to identify your audience when you start to get the most engagements and interaction and it will automatically post at the most opportune times for your platforms, for every one of your platforms. So it may not always post at the exact time that you want it to post because it's gonna post on the different days that mean something. And that way you get the most engagement at the most opportune time when you have the most users on your socials doing what they do best and that is engage with you. So, awesome, awesome tool. the only thing is, it does sometimes the social media platforms will resync their um, authentication tokens, and so you have to resync it. But uh, that happens; it happened with Hootsuite as well, and all the others that happen. Um, so, just word to the warning: sometimes your posts will fail because they re-authenticated the token, and that comes from the social media side, not the tool that you're using. So, keep that in mind. Also, the other thing is being able to have all of your messages in that one dashboard is very, very helpful, especially if you get a lot of messages. So think about how you can use that to your advantage and how you can make your social media and all the mess, all the DMs, right? Now everyone says slide, slide into my DM and give me a message if you want this that or the other. Well, now you can track it all. So if you're interested, we basically charge 40 bucks a month for our pepper Post for our clients to use now where it can get into it, where we, we charge, uh, to help get it set up and, and then train you on it. If you want to fully manage your own social media using pepper post, you can't, or you can collaborate with us. And then we, um, you know, have different, different plans and things for our clients to use. And they've, you know, all the way, um, up to posting twice a day to posting twice a week or twice a month, right? Depending on what your, um, level of need is, and depending on your industry too, um, and what you're doing. But we post to everything, Pinterest and LinkedIn, and even my LinkedIn, uh, even my own, my own team will help me post to my pages too. And you can link, you can post to a personal profile as much as a business profile, whatever you set up, you can do it in there. So um, we have a little setup for it and then we make it happen. Uh, But any of these you can use to help you with the content management I just love being able to review the posts that go out ahead of time, give my feedback. Um, you know, if something's not quite said the way I would say it, I want to make sure that you know it's my voice. So, um, I you know can add a comment and say, "Hey, could you change it to this, that, or the other?" Um, and then, of course, you can tweak the same uh, content for each of the different social media platforms that you're using because you speak to people on Instagram differently than how you speak to people on Facebook, right? Uh, and same thing with Pinterest. And then you can also resize the, um, the different uh, images that you use. And again, and then it's not going to post all out at the same time on all the different platforms too, because it's going to pick the best time to post for each of those platforms. So um, really quite genius um, of what Cloud Campaign is coming up with. And they're doing more and more new things all the time. I just watched a webinar um, with the president of Cloud Campaign telling us all about the new things that they're going to roll out with. Um, So it's great to be a part of it because then we get to know all of the latest and greatest in the trends and things that are coming up that are up and coming, that they're working with, all the different social platforms and doing. Um, So yeah, there's a a referral code here if you are interested. You can get Cloud Campaign if you're an agency. Um, I know I always have lots of agency people that go back and watch my replay, which is fine. I always feel like um, the more the merrier. (laughs) And if I can teach other people something, I'm not worried about it. It's co-opetition, right? If you are interested in getting the code to that, let me know and I will send it to you. Um, some other resources that you may be familiar with, um, of course, Adobe Creative Cloud, that's who our whole team uses, of course, uh, but, you know, if you're at a position where you're still kind of in that DIY mode, uh, you can't necessarily get to an agency yet, but you want to, then, of course, you can use Canva, uh, and then you see some tutorials. Canva is kind of a plug-and-play. Uh, it's certainly not going to be as much uh, robust as what Adobe Creative Cloud and, you know, InDesign and Photoshop and all those things can be, uh, but there are other tools for you. And admockups.com, if you're creating ads, you can use this. Of course, again, not the Adobe Creative Cloud, which is the gold standard for our industry. Uh, my designers hate it when I give other resources, but sometimes you, you have to do things on your own to build up to where you need to go. So I understand that. And if there are things that we can do, we can help. Um, and we can always make templates for Canva. Uh, we've done that a number of times where we create something that then um, you take and then you can modify. But if that's something of interest, we've done a few, of that, a few of those projects before. Anyway, ad mockups can help you picture what an ad or post might look like, uh, but mocking it up for any social media platform is another thing you can do. So I said that we would do a social media audit. So this will be some homework that you'll need to do um, to make sure that you are um, working within your uh, social space. So you can think about all the things that we would do in a social media audit. I'll just kind of run through it quickly. Um, But you wanna first identify who your target audience is. We wanna step into their shoes and do an empathy map. What are they seeing, saying, hearing, doing, feeling? and what kind of um, things are in front of them. What are they seeing? Are they seeing Facebook more than they are Instagram? Are they hearing Spotify or Pandora? Or, um, you know, where where are they seeing? Are they listening to podcasts? What are they doing? And then uh, you can brainstorm what to, um, if you have been doing some of it for a while, and some things have not worked, you can um, do what I call a sticky note throwdown on sticky notes, and you can identify Um, what to stop, start and keep doing. So think about all the ideas of things that you have been doing and the things that you want to accomplish or that you have not done. And then the things that you want to stop, start and keep doing. This is highly effective. Um, You can also use a a, a program called jamboard, uh, jamboard jamboard.google.com to use sticky notes digitally. Uh, We do this with our remote clients. And then finally, um, if you are not a part of the marketing expedition community, I have a full webinar all about doing the marketing audit um, and, and doing a social media audit that is going to give you a lot more details than what I could do today. And you can use promo code month one, that's it, promo code month one, and get the first month for free on me. Of course, if there's anything that you ever want more information on that we haven't talked about already, let me know because there's always new tactics and tools. And I love to interview experts in the field. I love to find other people who know more than I do, and I can interview them and learn from them and then share that with the community. So let me know if there's ever anything that you want to see or hear more about that we haven't already talked about. Uh, And and of course, there's always, always, always something new to learn in the community, right? So themarketingexpedition.com and uh, month one, use that code and we will see you on the inside of the community. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today. And until next time, everyone, enjoy your marketing journey.
1: Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Want to continue the journey? Don't miss out on new episodes. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition Community is that place.